smartcast.com This is the morning brief from the Economic Times produced in collaboration with avas.com Last month the central government allowed post graduate ayurveda students to receive training and practice to perform certain surgeries Its notification listed 39 general surgery procedures and 19 procedures for the eye, the ear, nose and throat that can be conducted by ayurvedic doctors. The Indian Medical Association IMA has fiercely opposed the government's decision, citing major differences between the two medical systems, including training and infrastructure. and said that it is a blatant attempt to mix disciplines that will lead to quackery so is there a middle ground between modern science and an ancient alternative medicine where the ultimate beneficiary is the patient from the economic times i'm devina senkupta and you're listening to the morning brief i've invited dr rajan sharma national president of the IMA and Tina Thakur from the Economic Times who tracks the pharma sector. Good morning and thank you for being on the podcast Tina and Dr. Rajan. Doctor I'll start with you. IMA's concern is that modern medicine is controlled and research oriented. The two schools should not be mixed. But sir question is when the medical fraternity is already exhausted in India don't you think we need to have more hands on the deck? you have more hands on the deck by uh, compromising on the training and you are subjecting the hapless uh, countrymen who are not even aware of the decrees what will it take years and years to learn you just may give everything in two years is a patient who is going to suffer i ask you a very simple question if you have to get a laparoscopic surgeon will you be brave enough to go there and get it done Tina, this is exactly the fear: is the fear of quackery that can two-year postgrad students or be equal to surgeons who have taken decades to be where they are? Uh, why was this regulation allowed in the first place? So let me uh, first uh, make it clear to our listeners that this, as we all know, that the Gazette notification was issued by the Central Council of Indian Medicine. It's a, it's a, it is a statutory body under the Ayush Ministry. so basically it listed that 39 general surgery procedures and 19 other procedures involving the eye ear nose and throat by amending the indian Medi- uh, medicine central council uh, regulations 2016 what the ayush ministry tells us is that this ccim notification doesn't entail any policy deviation and the notification is more of a nature of a clarification it streamlines the existing uh, regulation related to uh, post graduate education in ayurveda with respect to the specified procedures so the notification does not open up the entire field of surgery to ayurveda practitioners that's what the ayush ministry says that it was always there just that it has been very clear now so the point is only certain surgeries are uh, required and it's always been there but my point is again as dr rajan mentioned right now and i'm again coming to you doctor is that government says it's always been there right now they are just making only certain surgeries available but what happens is that the government is worried that in remote and rural areas where it takes miles to reach to a hospital will this decision not benefit them you know when they don't have to travel that far to reach that one hospital and one doctor uh can i ask you a very basic question what do you think surgery is the infrastructure since 
so many years, they could not wait for us in rural areas. And every surgery and all these surgeries listed, if you read them, Shalya Tantra and Shalya Chikitsa, eye ENT, eye ENT by mean eye, uh, ear surgery, nose surgery, endoscopic nose surgery, and anesthesia being taught to one person in two years. Whereas uh, ENT surgeon becomes an ENT surgeon in three years. And rather than debating this, I urge the media and or you all, please go across the country and do a reality check of infrastructure of Ayurvedic colleges and infrastructure of medical colleges. You will get the answer. You will not ask any question. CCIM is Central Council of Indian Medicine. So the notification basically amends this CCIM Act, which will allow Ayurvedic doctors to perform surgeries. But Tina, the fear is that, as doctor mentioned, there is a stark difference between the infrastructure uh, in which Ayurvedic doctors are trained and the regular doctors that we know are trained. So tomorrow, if uh, you say that specialists in Unani and homeopathy will also be allowed to perform surgeries, where does that lead us as patients? So basically, they say that modern medicine does not, uh, uh, you know, arise here as CCM is deeply committed to maintaining the authenticity of Indian uh, systems of medicine. And it's against any such uh, mixing. So they are not saying that we are mixing up like the two streams. They are just saying that it was already there. Just that they have made a clarification now. So it's not going to change the scenario on ground. That's what they say. There are total about 3 lakh Ayurveda doctors. And uh, these two streams, there will be some few uh, thousands. Ayurveda will remain always different than the modern medicine. And there is no question of Ayurveda performing allopathy in any way. That's what the ministry says. That's an important clarification from Tina. That all surgeries are not going to be performed by Ayurveda doctors. But doctor, there are about 3 lakh Ayurveda doctors who are right now saying that we have been performing surgeries for centuries. So it is nothing new for us. So what do you have to say to that? I mean, if they have been practicing this surgery for centuries, why can't they go and perform right now with, of course, training? And why did modern medicine come up? Why are people going to these hospitals? Now there are three things to point out. Doctors, modern medicine for doctors are under the domain of Ministry of Health. And like they have posed on our books and our surgical disciplines, laparoscopic surgeries, it is very important, you are all educated people, what sort of anesthesia will a person give? Will he use modern medicine anesthesia or herbal anesthesia or an Ayurveda anesthesia? Surgery today is not getting a surgery done. You need intra-op, pre-op, intra-op, post-op protocols. There is a team of anesthetics take care of the patient, surgeon operates with this team of assistant. And there is a post-operative team to look after him, the ICU or the general program of a surgery, thirdly. They have also taken over the rights of NMC. We are bound by the erstwhile MCA and now NMC. It's act clearly says doctors registered with the state medical council are practicing modern medicine in various disciplines. Homopathy has a different concept. Ayurveda has a different concept. And today if you ask them surgeries, they will never come out with data. They say thousands. What have been, uh, doctor, your discussions uh, with uh, the government bodies when you put up your representation as to why this is a wrong step, which could impact millions of us? What is their take on it? 
who don't realize, not millions of us, the entire country. Imagine the multi-billion dollar tourism industry. And when Indians across the world are many healthcare facilities of USA, UK, Canada, Australia, New Zealand, any country we are there. And just imagine these doctors trained after 10 years of integrated medicine. And who's going to teach them? They have all used and uh, mentioned in modern medicine books to teach themselves. But where are the teachers? Again, they are depending on modern medicine. With this, they will finish Ayurveda more. They are causing immense damage to Ayurveda. Ayurveda is a national treasure. And I always say, we have nothing against Ayurveda, Sita, Yunani. But, please, for God's sake, invest in research. Have double control studies. Let's invest money. Holistic approach, fine. Lifestyle approach, fine. Everything is fine. But surgery is a very complicated procedure. Anesthesia. Now you just see one doctor can do a ENT surgery also. And what about intraop anesthesia complication? Doctor, sorry to interrupt you there, but which is exactly what some of the representatives of the Ayurvedic uh, bodies mentioned is that, you know, we have been performing with a qualified anesthetist as part of the team. And they said, therefore, what is the fear then? And I think uh, we should, we are, sorry that we are doing three years of MBBS, five and a half years of MBBS and three years of postgraduate course. And they say, since we are working with them, we know everything. Working with them does not mean that they have been awarded degrees. The nation is taking such on a, such, on such a debate. I'm sorry that the future generations will suffer. And it is a cruel joke on backs of uh, medical students who are taking up MBBS, undergoing NEET, NEET PG, super specialty courses. Tina, these are very important points raised by a uh, doctor here. That it's not just about uh, lives at stake right now, but also impacting the reputation of India as a medical tourism destination. And now if you bring in these kind of uh, implementations or rules, isn't this going to impact the country's image at large? That's true. Uh, but, uh, you know, as I uh, started uh, with my point, that the basic argument, according to the ministry, is flawed uh, because they say that it's an irrational fear about the territory. And uh, so they are not saying that the Ayurveda doctors will start performing allopathy. Uh, in fact, the silver lining for them uh, basically is that, you know, these doctors can be trained uh, like in, uh, you know, uh, ambulance care, uh, where you need, uh, you know, uh, Ayurveda graduates can be helpful uh, in those settings. So there is a, always a silver lining. But uh, yeah, it's true that if these doctors start performing, there is a there is obviously a, a fear uh, among us, every one of us. But uh, when the when we speak to the ministry people, they say that the basic argument by uh, IMA is flawed. Uh, there is uh, no uh, such thing about, you know, taking over the territory of allopathy doctors by Ayurveda. These uh, doctors have been performing surgeries and they continue to do so in their state and not uh, in allopathy. So I also want to just add to this uh, and I also want to ask Dr. Sharma about this. Uh, has this point been raised with the Ayush ministry? Because uh, what I got to know from my ministry sources is that it's not been taken up and suddenly there is an outrage. First of all, when you said, why are the doctors fearful? 
We are not fearing about ourselves because we know the complications are going to come to us. Supremacy will remain there. But you just imagine awarding them modern medicine degrees, MS and MD, and sending them across the country. A poor, illiterate person, when he ends up in a cataract surgery, and the surgery gets washed up. Will CCIM take uh, uh, this thing to it? No. And who is there to regulate these 66 surgeries? This is an insecurity complex. We don't have any fear of anything. I am an orthopedic surgeon. I do all sorts of surgery. But after 22, for 24 years of my career, I can have complications. And here you are making a jack of all trades who knows everything. And where is that infrastructure? Please tell me there. where is a OT in a dispensary or a village? What they say, they don't even have the numbers. Please go and visit the Ayurvedic colleges across the country. Okay, doctor, you mentioned that this is not about insecurities. IMA doctors are not insecured. It is about who is equipped right now to handle these surgeries and who is trained right now. But again, my point is, doctor, why can't we let the patient decide? In our country, there are millions who actually believe in these forms of alternate medicine. And if they are trained, if those doctors are trained to perform surgeries, can the patient be allowed to choose what is best for him or her? Inform the patient, please. The moment he goes into that rural area, that Ayurveda will vanish between brackets. As the patient knows, in many corporate hospitals, there is an Ayurvedic doctor sitting, there is a homopathic doctor sitting, but the patient is aware. Not even aware. Let the patient choose. And I am saying with authority how many people have been dealing since the past two days, how many people have gone and got their cataract or eardrum surgeries or nasal sinus surgeries or orthopedic surgeries from Ayurveda channels? Right. Uh, Tina, what is the government saying to, will it have a discussion with IMA? When you are discussing to your government sources, are they ready to discuss with IMA uh, on this? Yes, of course. In fact, what I uh, got to know from them is that IMA has not uh, taken it up with the, with the Ayush ministry. Though uh, the CCIM is a statutory body under the Ayush ministry, but their point is that they have made all the clarifications, but there is uh, uh, no response from the IMA. So I, I also wanted to check with uh, Dr. Sharma if uh, they have taken it up with the ministry. Okay, so it's going to be in this podcast that we are going to figure out what is going to be the next step for IMA or any other regulatory body. Dr. Astina asked, have you gotten in touch with... Uh, the PMO or any other government body. I mean, doctors have already been on strike and uh, matters still are out in the open. So what is going to be IMA's next step? Let me clarify. We are not under CCIM and allusions. We are under the NMC and the State Medical Council. These statutory things. Why is CCIM trying to invade that doctors should approach us? We are... Health Ministry is there, we have written to him, we have written to the Prime Minister, and we have expressed our apprehensions in public. And which people across the country are appreciating. Yes, we understand your viewpoint also. Third, the lack lacks of students in various calls of MBBS. What was the need for this in a COVID emergency? Is the continuous fighting COVID? Today, I feel having lost 700 of my colleagues to COVID. If this is the attitude, then we countered it. The CCM came with a statement, 
95% of ICUs of COVID are being manned by us. I leave it to your wisdom. Wow. That was a charged up discussion where Dr. Sharma made it very clear that years of training and specialization of medically trained professional surgeons cannot be equated with two years of training that Ayurveda doctors get. Also, allowing Ayurvedic surgeons can adversely impact India's image as a medical tourist hub. However, Tina said issues like this needs to be discussed between ministries and regulatory bodies and blanket bans may not be the best way forward. So while the medical body refuses to budge from its stance, those on the side of Ayurveda say this might be the bridge that the country needs to meet the shortfall in health professionals. Unfortunately, what's at stake is our lives. This episode was edited by Indulekha Arvind and coordinated by Bhavya Dilip Kumar. I hope you enjoyed listening to the episode and do send in your feedback to the morning brief at timesgroup.com and share the episode on your social media networks. The morning brief airs every Tuesday, Thursday and Friday. Thank you for listening and have a nice day ahead. Avaaz.com <laughs> 